Hi, guys, and welcome to the Confessions of a Millennial podcast. My name's Julia. And I'm Fatima. And we're your podcast for all things millennial, confessional or not. Hi, guys, and welcome back to Confessions of a Millennial podcast. We are so excited today because we're recording in person. Finally. I know. We basically did all our episodes virtually. That's true. During the pandemic. That's very true. Because we launched this during the pandemic. That's true. It was a great experience. 2020, we're coming out strong. Yeah. In person, (laughs) together, in the same room. My God, this is crazy. crazy. This is just like unheard of. (laughs) It does feel kind of weird. Right? Because we got so used to um, social distancing and not seeing friends or family and making sure that we're keeping ourselves safe and everyone else. It's just, it feels weird now. It does feel weird. All right. I'm so happy to see you. I know, me too. <laughs> well, today we're going to be recording and then we're going to be doing a little fun sum- few fun summer things. That's so right. After this, so why don't we uh, just kick things off? Let's do it. So today we're talking all about nostalgia. Yes. Which uh, honestly has kind of become one of my favorite, like top two things to talk about. I hear you because it's so nice to kind of reminisce on those yeah. memories that sometimes you don't really touch upon unless you're having a conversation with someone you don't really think about it but it's nice because it brings those memories back and you're like oh my gosh I remember that that was so much fun or mm-hmm. oh my god I can't believe I did that and it's just it's so nice to be able to come back to that stuff that's right all right so nostalgia um so let's get started tell me about a time where you did something cool or you know of something cool that was happening when you were a teenager whether that's like fashion some sort of event just anything cool that was going on like some sort of trend during your teen years I mean there was 10 of them there were so many I know but what one did you jump on board with we were 2000s kids so there was a lot (laughs) there was a lot to take in um Oh, this one was so weird. And, okay. and I wanted to use this one because my parents had no idea what it meant. Okay. So back in the day, when I was in high school <laughs> and kids were dating, there was sort of this thing called dealing. Dealing? I don't think I've ever heard of that. So it was when you literally were talking to someone, but I don't think you were exclusive. Because if you were, like, for example, if it was me and I was dealing with a guy yeah. who wasn't my boyfriend. Okay. And so, like, that was a thing. And us teenagers, for whatever reason, just understood that that's what that meant. So it was a term you guys used? Yeah. It was basically a thing to replace, like, kind of casual dating. Where you're seeing somebody – I don't think, though, as teenagers, you were more open to seeing other people at the same time. Like, I think that was really struck as, like, cheating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to, (laughs) like, when you were – and it wasn't even, like, now where you – date someone a few times not necessarily exclusive you you would probably have that conversation like hey right are we in a good place to be exclusive or before when you were a teen you would date someone and automatically yes. it was just you two yeah like you were exclusive no conversation was had it's it was true. just that teenage trend right it's true yeah. so that was kind of like dealing and I just remember like my mom would be like oh are they dating I was like they're dealing mom and she's like drugs like she was so <laughs> confused like uh Julie I don't know if I want you to hang out with these kids yeah <laughs> I swear. So that was like an in thing. Like, wow. Yeah. Uh, not in my area. Oh, well, like, not in my high school anyways. I never heard of that, but that's so interesting. Um, so the things that kind of, I guess, stick out for me was 
I'll talk about one fashion trend that was okay. a pretty big one. And then I'll talk about just, I guess, like for our neighborhood, what we kind of did. Right. So the fashion trend, there was two, two really, really big ones. Um, this one was for girls. Do you remember the, you know, neon bra you would wear under a white, white beater? Not really. I okay. think that was before me. Okay. So then this was a really big trend in my teen years okay. in high school. So all the girls were doing it. <laughs> I never actually got on board, so I wanted to. I thought it was so cool because you wear like a pink or a you know a lime green neon bra, and then the white. It was just it looked really cool. Right. But I was very self conscious about my body at the time, so I never really got comfortable with it. Right. To be honest, I don't even know if I would do it now. Maybe I would be more willing to do it, but I never got on trend with that. But every girl was doing it. Oh. Uh, yeah, and then the other one. Okay. Was Fat Farm. Oh my God. Yes. This was a thing. This was a huge thing. This was thing. a thing. I think this was a thing for everyone because sometimes I would go to, you know, not even like in Scarborough where I live, Scarborough Town Center, but like another mall like Fairview or Vaughn and you Everywhere. see every teenager yeah. with it. So that, and they were expensive also. They were. Let's just. How much were they? I can't remember. I feel like they were like a hundred bucks. Like they were like at, Nike at, Air Force One. Exactly. And at that time. Yeah. That's expensive to buy for a teenager. A hundred percent. Especially if you don't work and you're just like, mom, can I have money? Exactly. Yeah. It was about a hundred bucks. Um, my mom bought me a pair. She was not happy with it, but she's like, you better be wearing this for a really long time, time. because she's like, these are so expensive. <laughs> now I blow a hundred bucks. Like it's not a big deal. Cause I'm like, it's my money and I'll do whatever I want with it. But that was a big one that I got on board with. Um, and in terms of like our community, I guess, um, there was, so off our high school property, there was like a little food and beverage kind of area, um, right. like a little plaza. And there was this bar that at lunchtime, they were very smart. They would sell French fries for like five bucks or something, which as we know, for teenagers, five bucks is a lot of money. Um, but the bar would make some extra money that way, but they would buy selling French fries. But, and everyone loved these French fries. Oh. Like people would crowd around waiting to buy these French fries. They would come in those like little silicone. Yeah. Like packages. Um, and then you could put hot sauce and ketchup and mayo whatever. and whatever. But everyone would buy it all the time. I was obsessed with it. Now I think about it, I'm like, they're just French fries. Why was everyone so excited about it? But everyone loved it. I think it's that like. You feel like you're becoming an adult because you're like off school property, spending buying, your own money. Lunch. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That's what grown ups do. People would stand in line for like a half hour to buy the French fries. Oh, yeah. That's like your whole lunch. Yeah, basically. Oh my God. Yeah. So that was a little teenage trend of ours. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. I had fat farms too. Quick note. You know, the funniest thing was my mom bought fat farms and then baby fat came out. And oh. I, I was so upset. So pink is my favorite color. Yes. It still is. Yes. And I saw it and I was like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was really upset. My mom was like, I'm not buying you nothing else. You're wearing these fat farms. So. Oh my God. But yeah, I love, because they, the fat farm was doing so well. They brought out baby fat, which is a yeah. version of it, right? Yeah. No, I had a pair too. They were hot pink and white. Oh my gosh. They were, it. to be fair, they were mostly white with like hot pink with accents. Hot pink. And then remember they came out with that baby fat farm um, telephone version. No. Yeah, they had like a oh, phone version. Wait, the Motorola I that was like so. pink with the cat on it. Yes. Okay, I do. I do. Oh my gosh, I wanted that phone so badly. <laughs> <laughs> Such a loser. <laughs> now, now that I, we look back, now that I look back, I'm like, 
dude is just a phone. <laughs> also, it was probably so expensive for what a like ten second or ten dollar decal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And all you could do was play the, uh, that one like little snake game. I forgot what it's called. Mm-hmm. You could text and snake. phone. Is that what it was called? It's snake, called snake, right? Yeah. <laughs> the game snake. Yeah. Text and phone. People. And maybe that ping pong. Do you remember that little oh, ping, pong the ping pong with one? Yeah. yeah. That's what I was obsessed with. Yeah. Now we have little computers in our hands all yes. the time, but that's what I was obsessed with. Oh, Guys, this were to like the Gen Zs, it must sound like the 1800s. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, you could only text or phone people and play two games. And also, you couldn't even text a keyboard. You had numbers and you had yes. to like press and press. Yes. And to, it took you got a minute. each letter and then they came up with the predictor after a while. And oh, I didn't could, even know that. And you could, it would predict what you would be. What you were trying to write? What you were trying to write. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's why I think too, sorry, one other thing to touch upon that was like cool when we were growing up, and I know this was for you too, mm-hmm. was like, that's why we had shorthand. Yeah. That's why things were like you being yeah. the letter U yeah, or like exactly. R was just R because true. it was easier to text. Now. It's true. You're right. It was easier it was to, to just spell out a to word. say like what? W-A-T, yeah. U with the letter U. Um, or even if you there? weren't sure of something, like just a question mark. Just a question Because mark. there was like one thing. There were so many little things. There I really remember, was. Now that I think about it, yeah, we used to use slang quite a bit because. And, but it was because of texting, I because think. Because it was texting. Because I think if that wasn't a thing, you would probably say a few words slang. Because yes. every area has their version of slang. Yeah, yeah. But ours was like ultra because texting was a bitch. Yeah, that's true. It took you yeah. five minutes just to put a whole text together. <laughs> which was like four words. Meet me here. <laughs> That's why we used to call people, okay? Calling people is cool still. I still do it. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's hilarious. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, so, when you said the phone, I thought of it. So nostalgic. Yeah. Oh, gosh. All right. Um. So I feel like this is a good one we were just chatting about. Yeah. But it'll also let you listeners get to know us a little bit better. But what is the craziest thing that you've done as a teenager that your parents don't know about and parents if you're listening please feel free to drop off at this point <laughs> luckily my parents don't know how to listen to podcasts Woo! <laughs> um okay so for me I definitely think it was one time at a friend's house she um it was kind of this it was summer yeah it was like June but like yeah. school wasn't done and her neighbors had a pool and she didn't have Ooh. a pool yet, but she was getting one. They yeah. just, it was like in the process. And her parents and her neighbor's parents went out to dinner together because they were close. Oh. So nobody was home at their pool. Yeah. So we hopped the fence and went swimming in their pool. No. <laughs> and we were not sober. <laughs> Did you guys get caught? So here was the thing. Oh, gosh. Oh, my <laughs> They gosh. have a son. <laughs> and he came home. He wasn't home initially. Okay. He came home and he like... Heard us, I think, laughing or whatever. Yeah. So then we hid in the bushes because we're girls. <laughs> and to be fair, we were wearing bathing suits. We yeah, weren't yeah, like saying different things. Yeah. No, no. But like we hid in the bushes and I think he thought he had like a raccoon or something. He never caught us. Oh, okay. But I think he thought there was like a raccoon or something. Yeah. And anyway, so we eventually snuck back over to her house. Oh, and but I mean, this. I feel like that's a crazy and like a law breaking thing. It so is. I feel like a rebel. Because what if he thought 
like somebody like was robbing someone them. Someone was robbing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Not just like literally using their pool. <laughs> yeah, not just like I just have the fence to use your pool because it's hot it. out. Yeah, we're not even trying to get in the house. But what if that's what he thought? If he called the cops, that would have been scary. He didn't call the police. Thank, thank God. God. Thank God. Not but, God. Thank God. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a little scary. It was so much fun. Oh my God. I don't have enough. Um, uh, what do they call? I don't have enough bravery to do it now. Oh God! No. Because I feel like I'm an adult and like I could so easily go to jail. Yeah. Whereas I feel like when I was like a dumb kid, it was like whatever, who cares? You think you can take on the world? You're like, I'll beat this. Yeah. I can take on the world. I'm not gonna get arrested. What does that even mean? You're like a cop's not gonna send a pretty girl to jail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, You're like, I, I can get away with this. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. That, that was... kind of reminds me of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I know why. Uh, police horse. Oh god. We'll share that in our crazy travel story yeah, episode. We do have some crazy travel stories, so stay tuned for those. Um, yeah. So the craziest thing that I ever did was it was graduation, and we had. I like where this is going. <laughs> not that wild, but I guess for me it's pretty wild. Okay. I'm like very vanilla. Um. So, uh, my close girlfriends and I, we went to like some version of um, Dimitri's, like the oh, okay the dessert place, and then we heard that afterwards there was a after party after graduation. So we thought, okay, the, obviously the after party is going to start later, so we'll go here and then we'll go to the right. after party. So um, one of my friends' mom, she picked us up and then dropped us home, and I was like, okay, when she drops me home, I'm just going to like leave instead of going home and just right. go to the party. So she waited until I went into the house, which is quite annoying. That's lame. But uh, so I went inside. My mom was upstairs. And uh, I just was pretending like I was hanging out in the living room with my brother, <laughs> fully dressed, just waiting. So then she just assumed I was downstairs the entire time. So I stuck back out of the house. Yeah, you did. And then I called a friend who picked me up. We went back to, like, he was at the, the party. party, came, picked me up, then um, we we were like hanging out, but like everyone was wasted by that point. Yeah. So I kind of missed a lot of the party. Oh. Um. And then I didn't like get home till like five a.m. the next day. Oh, that like is a rebel months. for you. Yeah, which is so crazy. But my mom found out, and she was pissed. <laughs> I mean, as most parents probably um, should be. <laughs> but she thought I had not. Like, she just thought that you never came home. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she, but you know what? That's kind of better yeah. than her knowing that you came, came and home and then laughed. snuck out. Because then yeah. she would have been even more mad. Yeah. So she just thought that I was hanging out with my small group of girlfriends. So she was mad that I came home late, but um, she wasn't as mad as she would have been had, right. knowing that I was like with a whole bunch of like drunk people yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, she – cause and I was so close because like I got in the house – I was going quietly upstairs yeah. to change into my PJs. <laughs> and then she, like, woke up and saw me in my clothes. Like, right. Woke, like, my uh, my day before clothes, I guess. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, she was not. Guys, that's the original walk of shame. I know. Like, not when you've had a one-night stand. It's when you come home really late and you're trying to convince your parents. parents that you were home the entire night. She was not happy. But she's like, we're real. Like, I fell asleep downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I was a bad liar. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? There is an episode of Modern Family 
where Haley comes home late and her dad and her dad's in the living room and she's holding her shoes and to not make noise to not make noise yeah and like sneak back upstairs because she got home really late and he's like what are you doing and she's like I'm just trying on outfits for tomorrow and she's like what do you think like such a good thing that's so smart I would never have thought of that and then he goes well I can't tell honey put on your shoes and I'm just like I wish that was my dad first first he was like well how could something along the lines of making it seem like he had he knew she was lying? He's like, I can't believe this, blah 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 blah. And she's fully like feels like she's caught. And then he goes, Look, well, how am I supposed to know if you don't try on the shoes so I can see the whole outfit? I, <laughs> I was like, Oh my god, I wish my parents were Phil. <laughs> Dude, honestly. Okay, my goal in life is to like marry a Phil. Marry a like, Phil. Like that's my dream. <laughs> oh my gosh. But um, yeah. Looks so. like Thor, personality of Phil. Yeah. That's the dream. Uh, so that was kind of funny. So it was kind of like semi-caught, semi-not caught, because she doesn't know the full story of yeah. what happened. But yeah, that was... And sometimes, too, like, I wonder, nice. I'm like, I don't think my parents want to know all the bad things I did. Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, come like, on, let's be honest. Parents are not that dumb. No, they, they, they definitely know, know something. But things. they're like, I'm just going to turn a blind eye because this is easier. Yeah. And also, like, I never got arrested. Mm-hmm. I never got addicted to drugs. Right. I turned out just fine. Yeah. So I was just a rebellious, normal teenager. It's a normal teenager you know? thing. We all feel like we're adults. I look now back at my teenage years, and even sometimes when I'm watching reality shows and I see these teenagers acting crazy, I'm like, my God. This is shameful. Are you? Have a little respect <laughs> for your parents, will you? And I'm like, oh my God, I did that as a teenager. <laughs> How could I sit there and not think the same thing? But at that age, you don't really know. It's true. You're you almost, think you know the world. You're almost 18, or in some cases, if your birthday's early, early enough for graduation, you are 18. Yeah. And you think, I'm an adult. I know everything. But really, you don't. So just listen to your parents. You they, know what's so funny? They're only doing it for your own good. A friend of mine who is like, we always joke that she's like a grandma. Yeah. Because that's like, she's just like, she's got such an older personality. Yeah. And she literally, I was telling her once about like some like stupid, silly thing I did in high school. And she's like, oh, and I was like, I know, but like, I was a dumb teenager, like, you know, like the rest of us. And she goes, you know what? I was that teenager, teenager that was like, listen to your parents. I'm like, we wouldn't have been friends. I I had (laughs) a friend like that. I actually had a friend like that who, who was like that, but I think it worked out that she like listened to her parents and was that goody two shoes because now she's like a brain surgeon. I mean, I I feel like I know people that like I went to keggers with that were just as successful. But all she ever did was study, and I was like, well, it worked out for her. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, that's uh, yeah. Anywho, okay. Um, so I think this is a good one because we're talking about you know our high school year yeah closer more to graduation that's true so what was your experience going to post-secondary and i i feel like first year of whether college or university is so different from high school even from us entering high school right it's so different because let's be honest in high school we're still a little babied yeah we're taking care of teachers are always falling up with us, but in university and college, no one cares about you. Yeah. You're, you're responsible for yourself. You're responsible for yourself. You're just another number, but now you're an adult. Legally, not mentally. Legally, <laughs> not mentally. You're right. That's a, that's a good one to point out, but you're, you know, you kind of travel to school and back, which obviously is not five minutes from your house anymore. Right. It's, it's a whole different experience. Yeah. So tell me about, and also your teachers, I don't know about yours, but 
ours is always like warning us how first year is going to be so hard. Right. And if you're an A student, you're going to be a B student. If you're a B student, you're going to be a C student. Um, if you're a C student, you're going to get kicked out for you're semester. Get kicked out <laughs> and there's going to be so much partying and, and so on. So yeah. tell me about your first year. I mean, I definitely agree. I think all my high school teachers like warned us. Mm -hmm. They were like, if you're an A student, you're going to be a C student. And I was like, Cool. Love that. Yeah. I'm so excited. That's going to be nice. Glad I'm going in for a science degree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting 90s in chemistry. <laughs> and I'm going to get a C and be barely passing my phone. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to be on probationary <laughs> for a four year. <laughs> Actually, I never was. I'm so lucky. I never oh, was. Oh, Thank God. You're lucky. Yeah. That's good. Um, um, but it was. I mean, it was definitely harder. So just so you guys know, I went to Guelph and Humber. Yep. I did a joint program um, where I have a degree from Guelph and a diploma from Humber in four years. So bam, take Do that. You, um, did you go to both campuses or were you on uh, Guelph most of the time? It was kind of a mix because yeah. I was mostly on the Humber campus nice. more. Yeah. Um, and then there was like a course here and there or when things kind of moved around, right. we kind of moved around yeah. too. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So you got to experience like both campuses, which is nice. I did. It's I did. Which was fun. And, um, yeah. And, it, and you know what? And it was tough. I mean, I think the biggest transition was like in high school when they like gave you readings, you didn't really have to do them. Yeah. And then first year you got these readings that you needed to do in a week and it was them. like 400 pages yeah you had to do them and you had to do them it wasn't like you could skate by because it, if you didn't you didn't understand the lecture right and if you didn't you couldn't speak in your tutorials yeah and if you i didn't have a lot thank god oh you're lucky but yeah i had quite a few and if you didn't speak in your tutorials then you wouldn't be able to get the marks because that's really where you got the marks right is in your tutorials i mean it obviously depends because right. you didn't have that many because I had more labs because I was a science degree. Exactly. Yeah. But in my first year, I was actually an English major that switched over. And all I, for every lecture, I had a tutorial. That's so annoying. I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I hated it. Oh, God. Anyways, um, continue. But yeah, I mean, and, and like, I definitely my marks took a little bit of a hit. Yeah. It wasn't as dramatic as they said. Yeah. But I also think that teachers in first year like want to break your spirit a bit like professors in first year mm -hmm. they want to break your spirit a bit they want you to be like you're not a hot shot like take it down a notch do your homework it's true um i had some really great professors first year first year too a really cool experience that i got to do was um one of my professors was a uh a attorney a oh, nice. defense attorney and she was writing a book on Paul Bernardo. Oh my God. Yeah, with an author. Yeah. And she brought a few people from our class that like opted to go to the penitentiary where he's at in Kingston. Wow. And we got to stand on like the other side of the glass where he couldn't see us. Yeah. And watch hit watch her and the author interview him. Ooh, I'm getting goosebumps. It was dude, he's so creepy. Yeah. If he ever gets out of jail, I'll gladly kill him and go to jail for that. <laughs> like he was too creepy. He was so smooth. Yeah. Do you that, think he was putting on a bit of an act? Probably, but okay. I also feel like that, that might be him. his thing. Yeah. That might be his, like, oh, I couldn't have done it. Like, I'm I'm not, you know. Yeah. But, like, dude, there's videotapes. Like, you're done. Yeah, no. yeah. So, but, yeah, I had a really positive first-year experience. How was yours? Where'd oh, you go? Um, So, I went to York. Nice. 
Do you know what uh, they say? What? If you can hold, hold a fork, fork, you can go to York. <laughs> yes, I know. I think there's one for every school except for U of T. <laughs> Probably. I'm pretty sure because someone already told me that. They're like, oh, so you can hold a fork. And I was like, screw you. <laughs> You're like, that's what we did in tutorials. We just held a <laughs> fork. For that's an hour. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I went to York. I went to the Kiel campus because there's, there's two. Right. And uh, first off, I regret going only because of the commute. Right. So I lived in Scarborough, and it would take me about an hour and 15 minutes to an hour and a half to get there and back. So I definitely regretted it. So guys, whoever's going, you know, to any school, I mean, we're mostly millennials, but yeah. if we do have any listeners who's considering college and university, be mindful of the commute because unless you're going to live on campus unless you're, and you're going live on away campus. exactly yeah because it was brutal um so i did english because i was thinking of becoming a teacher so okay. it's like okay let me major in english and for every like i just mentioned it for every uh lecture i had a tutorial which was brutal that's gnarly um and then one of my first classes was a philosophy class which goes back to your point about oh, professors so trying sorry. to break your spirit because <laughs> for our first assignment that we had to hand in our paper after we handed it in he said oh if anyone read the first page of his book or, or something like that um if you put on your first paper that you didn't want him to bell curve your mark he wouldn't bell curve your mark but it was after everyone had handed it in and because he knew no one would have read it. Everyone was, so you could hear a huge go go throughout the entire lecture hall. So he said that if you didn't put don't bell crave my mark, he wouldn't? He would. Oh, he would. Yeah. Because you, he knew that you, you read the, there, you oh, hadn't read wow. it. So if in your paper, you at the end or wherever said, please don't bell curve my mark. Because you read his book properly, and that was like you the read proof the proof of it. Yeah, yeah, that was like the preface, a part of it. Right. Then he wouldn't bell curve it. So, and I, I mean, for anyone who has gone to university or college, like they bell, well, mostly uh, university. I yeah, like. I feel like university colleges bell more. not so much, but universities bell curve. And by bell curve, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going up. If you're an A student and they need to bell curve, they will drop you to a B. I never had that experience. I think sciences are a little different. Yeah, I remember I had a math class once that was the hardest. Yeah. And the worst part of it was the math was so hard. Like yeah. it was hard to understand. Yeah. Like everyone was struggling to grasp it. I don't think anybody in our class was getting over a 70. Yeah. Like most people were in their 60s. Yeah. And what hurt more was our professor, who was probably a great teacher and really intelligent, yeah. had such a thick accent. It's hard to understand. We couldn't really understand him. Yeah. So he had to bell curve us because I it would had, look so bad on him. I had an accountant who, a professor who was like that. I didn't understand what she was saying. So I stopped going to her lectures and I used her lecture time to study instead because I didn't understand <laughs> what she was saying. So I realized what it's a little different depending on the program. So one right. of my best friends did industrial engineering and he said that they never – pulled people's marks down, but they had to push it up. So I think yeah. the sciences are a little different because the course is already so difficult. Probably. That they need to push people's marks up. Yeah. But for the arts. It's different. It's a little different. Yeah. Um, because it's not, I mean, I don't know. It's not like how difficult, I guess. Right. Well, can they make it? Not saying that it's not difficult, but they push people's marks down right. if they need to, because they need to keep an average right. for the entire class. 
So that I thought was a little, you know, I was a little upset and I thought that's not really fair. Yeah. But anywho, um, aside from that, it was okay. There's definitely a few things I learned um, when I was first signing up. You know, you have those people who are like uh, assistants or oh yeah 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 kind of help you. They're actually people who already go to the school, but they like guide first they year. Guide first year, yeah. So one of them kind of spaced out my classes. They're like, oh, you should space it out as much as possible. So I did, and I kind of regret it because I was at school from like eight thirty to five thirty. And I was like, this is not the best advice because I didn't think of it at the right. time. But like, but you only had like two classes that day. But my like, yeah, I had yeah. Like three classes, but I was there because there was such a big gap, and I was like, wow, this wasn't really helpful for me. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So there was like a couple of things here and there. That's fine. Um, but it was it was okay. Uh, I think that overall I did well. I don't know if I got bell curve because they wouldn't really tell you. But oh, really? See, we knew. Oh yeah. They, they wouldn't say specifically who got bell curve. They're like, yeah, we bell curve. Right. But I wouldn't know if it was me or not. Um, but overall, it wasn't bad. It was definitely a lot more difficult. Um, but I buckled down and studied pretty hard. Yeah, I was like, okay. Like, I think my first paper was like a C. And I was like, oh, my God. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I really buckled down and started studying hard. It was, yeah. it was good. Second year was a lot easier, though. That's true. Because I was prepared. I knew what I was going into. Right. Where high school to grad. It's such like, a big change. Huge. Yeah. So, yeah, it was interesting. That's true. Actually, fun story that um, that story I told about yeah. me jumping in the pool. So, in one year, I think it was my third year. We had to write a deviant paper for one of our professors, mm. who, by the way, was a cop. Oh, wow. Yeah, RCMP. And um, he was like, I want you to write about the most criminal thing you've ever done. Oh God, so crazy. I chose that story, yeah. and I got a 96 on that paper. Ooh, <laughs> I was good. like, boom. Probably because yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm happy I did it, and then I realized that this wasn't for me, and I switched over to marketing. And then you loved it. And I had no tutorials. Uh, right? There you go. Oh, great. Bell curving all the way. No yeah, tutorials. Yeah. Uh, all right. This is a good episode. <laughs> so much to think about. So many memories. I know. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Confessions of a Millennial. And for joining us for another uh, session where we confess a little bit about our teenage years. Thank you guys so much. And we hope you enjoy listening. Stay tuned for our next confession. Bye. Bye.